Hey there, Conquerors, and welcome to episode 150 of the Conquering Columbus podcast. Today on the show, we've got Jack Hutchinson joining us, and Jack is the president of the Business Builders Club at Ohio State. It's really exciting to have a young entrepreneur, someone who's got a lot of excitement and a lot of grit, and he's helped lead the team from just 12 to 15 members to over 100 now recently. I definitely think you guys are going to enjoy this episode, and as always, we hope you learn a lot. Before we get to that, though, we want to take a quick moment to thank all of our incredible sponsors here at Conquering Columbus. And we're going to start with a new sponsor, Third and Goal. You are invited to pack your bags and join the Third and Goal Foundation for Heroes in the Hangar, a suitcase party, Friday, May 3rd, 2019. There'll be live performance by swag, an open bar, heavy hors d'oeuvres, and interactive stations, and one lucky couple will leave the night on a private jet for an all-inclusive weekend getaway. First-class tickets are $150, which includes entry and one raffle entry into trip drawing. VIP first-class cabin is $2,000. It includes six first-class tickets, access to the VIP pre-party, and name on the event signage. Proceeds benefit the Third and Goal Foundation, founded by Brady Quinn, a nonprofit that is committed to making a difference in the lives of veterans in need. For more information and to reserve your tickets, visit www.thirdandgoalfoundation.org. That's www.thirdandgoalfoundation.org, which will also be linked in the show notes. And our next sponsor is Small Biz Cares. Small Biz Cares is a nonprofit founded by socially conscious community leaders here in Columbus. And their goal is to connect, mobilize, and inspire small businesses to create lasting positive impact in our community. And Small Biz Cares members have the unique opportunity to join like-minded businesses to raise money for great causes, participate in large-scale volunteer efforts, and improve educational opportunities for youth in our community. To get your small business involved or to learn more, visit smallbizcares.org. That is smallbizcares.org. Conquering Columbus is also brought to you in part by the Sundown Group. The Sundown Group is an Ohio-based nonprofit helping connect entrepreneurs to everything they need including investors, mentors, capital, and talent through business pitch events, workshops, and classes throughout the state. And you can get more information on the web at sundownrundown.org. And now I'm going to kick it back to Josh to tell you about our last sponsor, FMX. FMX is a cloud-based facilities maintenance and management software founded and headquartered right here in Columbus, Ohio. There's a lot of competitors in this space, but FMX has made a name for itself become the fastest-growing facilities maintenance and management software on the market on behalf of its extreme ease of use and tailored-fit approach to its clients. They serve industries ranging from education to property management, manufacturing, fast casual, and more. If you want to check out more, you can go to gofmx.com. All right, Conquerors, let's get the show on the road. You could drop me anywhere on the planet in any environment, and I might get you know my head kicked in in the beginning, but I'll find a way to survive. I'll find a way to get the job done. Yeah, there's a little doubt, but you know what? Once again, I think of that guy in my ear. I think about stepping up to the stage. I think about the challenge. Like, I've lost sometimes, but I've won more than I've lost. And so, like, I bet on me any day. Choosing greatness. Greatness doesn't choose you. You know, you have to choose it. And, you know, it's hard. I think there was a hunger in me. There was a desire just to make a difference. There was a desire to not just be status quo, a desire to not be average. This is Conquering Columbus. 
Hey there, Conquerors, and welcome to another episode of Conquering Columbus. Today on the show, we got Jack Hutchinson joining us, and Jack is the president of the Business Builders Club at Ohio State. And the BBC, I'm going to call him from here on out, is Ohio State's leading entrepreneurship organization. And they strive to inspire, educate, and connect entrepreneurs. And the club was founded in 2001 with a multi-million dollar alumni network. And in recent years, though, the organization has struggled, lost contact with the community, and has seen a loss in market share. But as Jack stepped in as the youngest president of the club in Ohio State history, uh, and since he took the helm, the club has grown from 12 to 90 members, tripled its funding. We're really excited to have Jack on the show to talk about everything the club has going on. Welcome to Conquering Columbus, Jack. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, and uh, before we got started here today, you were talking to us, you guys have an event going on today. We do, yeah. So actually, while I'm here, um, most of our group is over at Gordon Biersch. Um, They're hosting us this evening and 10 founders from around the uh, Columbus area for dinner. So we actually have 30 of our members kind of networking, getting to mingle with uh, these 10 founders. And that's kind of one of the many unique experiences we have within the organization. So kind of one of the first areas we like to talk about usually on these shows is kind of what how you got involved with the club, what led you to being here at Ohio State. I mean, you mentioned to me, you're originally from Ireland, right? So I am, yeah. what, what brought you to Ohio State? Kind of how, what took you across the pond? Sure. So uh, I grew up in Ireland, um, born in 1998 and left Ireland in 04. Um, had the opportunity then to move to Chicago uh, in 07, moved to Germany in 09. I was in Singapore and then came to Columbus in 2012. So I've had the opportunity to really travel around. Um, been really fortunate for that. And that's kind of you know, carved the mindset that I have today. Um, I think that is, you know, as far as my character goes, growing up, I had the opportunity to make friends and then every two years let go of that group. Um, so I don't tend to get too attached to things, but when I have my hands on something, I, I go all in. What do you think drew you to entrepreneurship throughout uh, your experiences in traveling and just your childhood in general? Sure. So my dad actually works for Abbott Labs, so very corporate company. Um, I will actually be working for Abbott this summer, um, getting a different type of perspective on things. But as far as the uh, entrepreneurship side of things go, um, I've always been an avid watcher of Shark Tank. Um, and so from a consumer's side of things, that's kind of where I got my interest. I also had the opportunity growing up from a very young age, um, about 10 years old, to run my own uh, lawn business. So I did landscaping. Uh, pretty typical, you know, for a suburban uh, suburban male uh, growing up to, to run a lawn business, but had the opportunity to do that myself um, in two different countries. So I started off in Germany, um, and then while I was in Singapore, obviously, you know, uh, we were living in a very urban environment, so there wasn't too much grass to be mowing um, in Southeast Asia. But when I came back to the States and I was in uh, Columbus, picked it back up again and um, had the opportunity to grow that business again. So. You know, I've always enjoyed working for myself, working with small teams, and kind of driving a vision forward, and that's, that's really what attracts me to entrepreneurship. The first multinational lawn mowing company that we've ever had on here. There I, was gonna, I, was saying, I was about to ask a question about what are the, uh, the market intricacies and the differences between German lawn mowing market and the American lawn mowing market, but I don't know. That might get us the a little currency fluctuations tracks. will kill you. Right? Yeah, that's right. The exchange rate, yeah. Yeah, the exchange rate isn't good, especially if you're shipping your... your uh, equipment cross seas. Right. I think we're all out of funny jokes on that one. I, I think so if you translate yourself into Ohio State and the Business Builders Club, um, how did you become to get involved? Did you know right away when you got to Ohio State that's something that you want to be a part of and you want to take action on? Sure. So I kind of took a non-traditional route to going to Ohio State. Most students, you know, in the in, when they're in high school want to get away from Columbus. 
uh, if, they're, if they're growing up in the Columbus area, get as far away as possible. And I was pretty pretty hesitant to come to Ohio State at first. My dad was kind of pushing me to, to go. I think he really enjoyed the Big Ten environment, the football environment. And um, after seeing the school and kind of getting into things and seeing the opportunities that were offered at such a large campus, you know, I was really drawn to um, the university itself. And when I got in there last year as a freshman, um, I explored some automotive uh, clubs, so Formula Buckeyes, um, and didn't really find my niche there, even though I have a passion for, uh, for motorsport. Um, and as I was kind of you know, figuring out my way around, I stumbled upon the Business Builders Club. Um, as a business student, you know, somebody who was, had run their own business and was really interested in startups and Shark Tank, I thought this was a good fit. Um, and I joined the organization, I kind of took a leap of faith, and uh, I really liked what the organization was about at the time, and um, have had the opportunity now to kind of, you know, get my hands into it myself and take over as president, and it's just been a really unique experience. So what was the organization about at that time? What drew you to it? Sure. So um, it was a very passionate group, albeit small group of individuals, uh, all very focused on um, achieving big goals. Um, the, the slogan at the time was, uh, wear jeans or make millions wear jeans um, and I thought that was kind of unique uh, it's very different from the the culture the work environment that I think a lot of people are groomed for um, is that you know you get into that corporate environment you have to stay within your lane and there's a lot a lot of opportunities uh, within that organization to kind of be creative and think outside of the box when I was there uh, you know getting started it was a small group probably you know between 12 to 15 of us on any given Tuesday evenings so we meet on Tuesday evenings um, and they would bring in speakers on a weekly basis from around Columbus around the nation um, and, and occasionally host larger events so pitch competitions um, things of that nature so that was kind of a, it was just a unique experience for me and it was a very close tight-knit group that I thought I could really lay some roots into so as you went through that experience and being involved with those pitch competitions, like what were some of the, the things that stuck out to you and helped you grow as a person that made you want to then step into that president role? And then how has that changed to what people are experiencing in the club today? The organization itself is, you know, as we were talking about earlier, been around for about 20 years. And we have a really expansive alumni network. And when I got involved, I saw the, the opportunities beyond just the classroom. Um, there's way more to this org than just meeting on a Tuesday evening. Um, and we're actually going through a rebrand at the moment, and we're no longer going to be the Business Builders Club. We're just going to be Business Builders. Um, and it's kind of uh, a, a testament to what we're doing as a community rather than just a club. Um, and so when I, when I was getting involved initially, I saw some gaps in what we could be doing as a leadership team or the existing leadership had, team had been doing. Throughout the, the course of my freshman year, the club kind of dwindled in membership. So... We were you know, fluctuating between that 10 to 15 people, and then by the end of the year, we're fluctuating between five and 10 on a given night. And uh, I saw an opportunity, given my background, um, I'm extremely competitive. I've developed a really gritty personality, and I just love setting kind of audacious goals for myself. And I, I took over as the youngest president in the organization's history um, with the goal of bringing the club back to uh, its former glory that it had seen for the past you know, 10, 15 years. And so, uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, maybe angst with the older members, um, especially some of our alumni, hesitation to see the, the young buck kind of at the, at the helm there. But I'm fortunate that, you know, people really trusted, you know, put their trust in me, and I got the opportunity then to start plowing, uh, plowing my way through and bringing a good team of uh, leaders with me. So we have now taken that organization, the Business Builders Club, from about, you know, that, that 10 to 15 group at the end of the year 
to over 100 as of today. So it's, it's, we've seen a tremendous growth. And um, as far as startups go, you know, like I think that's something in around the 850% growth range. That's uh, pretty, pretty tremendous for, for any organization. Yeah, and I think that, you know, it reflects Columbus as a, a business environment. Like we're starting to be have a lot more of that entrepreneurship and the startup vibe and culture. But it's interesting that, you know, you hadn't seen that leak over to an Ohio State too much, it sounds like. So what were some of the initiatives that you found? Like, how'd you go out and find people to get this club? What, what are you, some of the things you guys did early on to trying to get the word out? So when we went about kind of putting together a plan as a leadership team, we were looking at a few ways to really bring in more people. Uh, we set ourselves a goal of 100 members by the end of this year, uh, which was pretty audacious at the time. But um, through creating value like any business for your customers, um, we really kind of run things as a business. And we, we took a very business-minded approach to running this organization. Uh, we knew we had to create value for our customers. So in years past, there's been a lot of speakers uh, that come in. But um, there's only so many speakers you can listen to and only so much inspiration you can get as a student, a budding entrepreneur. Uh, before you kind of say, okay, I'm ready to go off and do my own thing, right? And uh, entrepreneurship ultimately is about taking action. And when you put together a team, and when we put together our team, we knew we had to take action. So beyond just the speaker series, which has been very traditional for our organization for the last 20 years, we have we set a goal for ourselves to have one workshop at least every month, which kind of changes things up uh, in the typical rhythm of things, you know, when we're bringing speakers in on a weekly basis it was refreshing for those members who would come in for two or three speakers and then you know, have the opportunity to code in R or learn about social media marketing or uh, you know, perfect their public speaking skills. So we, we knew we had to create value in other aspects that we weren't currently um, doing. And in that nature, uh, we, we also knew that you know, larger events were gonna capture a larger group of individuals. Mm -hmm. So um, we've hosted pitch competitions, um, this year, we actually hosted Ohio State's uh, startup career fair, which has been done um, once in the past, uh, several years ago, also through the organization. Uh, but this year, we, we managed to bring in 500 students and close to 40 local startups. Uh, and uh, you know, we're really fortunate to, to see the results now. We have several students who um, have been you know, placed in jobs, received internships around the Columbus area with some of uh, the, growing, the growing companies that you know, many of us have heard of. So. Yeah, we just have you know, a lot of cool programs and initiatives that kind of drag more people into the ecosystem. And out of those pinch competitions, have you seen anything spin out of that already? Has there been any businesses that have been created by the or, um, individuals in the organization? Sure. So we host what's called the Idea Pitch once a year, traditionally. And it's actually coming up next week. So next Tuesday, we're culminating our year with Idea Pitch. And we're going to be giving out $1,500 in funding um, from that event. And uh, in the past, we've seen you know, several students pitch only ideas. So we, we look for no um, proof of traction, no proof of concept. Uh, we don't accept anybody that has received funding in the past. Um, this is really an opportunity for students that have an idea and then want to take that idea maybe to the next level. Um, you know, we hope that students obviously use that funding for the appropriate purposes. Uh, but uh, nonetheless, we have seen some companies come out of it. So Flyby Barbecue. Um, is a uh, fast casual barbecue joint that is in Dayton, Ohio. Um, one of our alums, David Butcher, actually founded um, Flyby uh, out of one of our pitch competitions. So um, that is probably one of the more recent um, companies that we've seen. Uh, our alumni you know, have started companies across not only the Columbus area, but coast to coast. Um, we have folks doing, doing cool things. So. 
So with all the folks on your team and around campus, there are a lot of different entrepreneurs. You guys probably work with teams outside of the Business Builders Club and within it. Are there any teams or anybody that, you know, any businesses that you guys are particularly excited about or following along with currently? Absolutely. Um, so, you know, as part of the role we play in the ecosystem on campus, we have a lot of students that come through, um, whether that's for advice, connections, or to network, whatever it might be. Um, one of those teams right now is actually Tigo. Uh, founded by a lady by the name Angela Rucci. Uh, she won Hack Ohio, which is a hackathon, largest hackathon at Ohio State. And we are actually very, very excited about what they're doing um, with a personal safety app, and they're gaining traction. And I think in the next few years, we'll definitely see them uh, conquering the Midwest and beyond. <laughs> All right, Conquerors, we're going to take a quick break here in the show to tell you about a group called Columbus Gives Back. If you're looking for a way to get involved in your community, but you don't know where and how to start, Look no further than Columbus Gives Back. By partnering with over 150 Central Ohio nonprofits, Columbus Gives Back makes volunteering fun and easy by offering 30 to 40 volunteer events each month that are free of cost, commitment, and hassle. Sign up for your first event today at columbusgivesback.org. That's columbusgivesback.org. All right, let's get back into the episode. And these are some of the people that you're bringing back in to speak as well, is that correct? Absolutely. So... You know, going back to we're not just a club anymore. We are like gen genuinely a community. Something we have going for us that probably not many organizations at Ohio State have is we have that alumni network that are constantly involved, staying engaged, wanting to contribute, give back, um, and we do our best, you know, to keep them in the loop as well. So um, these are extremely passionate individuals who, when they were, you know, within the organization. Um, put blood, sweat, and tears in, and even still today, you know, some of those folks are 15, maybe almost 20 years out of the club and, and still put blood, sweat, and tears in and support us whenever they can. And we bring those individuals back. So Susie Bureau, um, who's a, a phenomenal entrepreneur in Columbus. Let's see who else we got. Jay Klaus in the local area, Rob Nicholson, and just a number of individuals throughout, throughout the community. So you know, when Business Builders Club is mentioned at a lot of these startup events in town, uh, heads typically turn and you're, you're guaranteed to, to probably find at least one, one of our alums sitting in the audience. So Columbus itself has become known as being an ecosystem where um, a lot of people are very open to helping each other and, you know, it's not very hard to get somebody on the phone no matter how successful they are. As, as people are going from coast to coast and you've seen these alumni spread, are you still seeing people within the club being able to branch out and make relationships with people all across the country in the organization? Absolutely. One of the programs we piloted this year was our mentorship program. Albeit it hasn't taken off to the degree that we, we would like to have seen, but because we have this very tight niche uh, alumni network, we have the opportunity to reach out to all of those individuals. So, you know, we have people who are at the founding team, um, or rather, you know, some of the first employees at Facebook. Uh, Chris Pan uh, started an organization at Ohio State called Red Khakis, which um, became the Business Builders Club. He now runs a company called My Intent. He founded it and also taught Mark Zuckerberg how to speak Mandarin. So uh, Chris often gives back to the organization. He's a you know very successful Ohio State alum. The likes of Ida Abdulkani is a, another Ohio State alum, Business Builders Club alum, who frequently uh, stays in touch. And we genuinely have, regardless of how successful these people become, um, and that's, you know, even from outside of an alumni perspective, just people genuinely in the community want to give back to students, and we're so fortunate for that. And I think our 20-year history and the brand name Business Builders Club has, you know, provided us that, that opportunity, and I think people will continue to give back so long as we're, we're staying engaged with the community. 
In terms of one of the things that I'd like to talk about a little bit is early on, right, like we kind of talked about some of the things that led to success early on. What were some of the challenges that you guys were running into building the club and building the, uh, I mean, I'm sure funding might have been an issue. How do you go about getting more funding? Sure. So funding has always been a challenge for our organization. We typically rely on donations from our alumni, Mm -hmm. um, donations from the community, in-kind donations, whatever it might be, as well as member dues. So, you know, we put on some of the most fantastic events, albeit I'm a little biased, but (laughs) on campus um, for all of Ohio State. And we do that really on a very limited budget. Um, Our organization every year is truthfully bootstrapped. Um, You know, we um, have gone from three to five figures this year, um, just from, you know, reaching out to our alumni, asking for donations, being smart about where we're spending, um, providing, you know, revenue streams such as the Startup Career Fair, um, where we actually sell our tables. And we know that if we can get funding from those events, we can put on other events for our members. So the event um, that's happening this evening, the uh, the Founders Dinner, you know, we're bringing in 10 founders from across Columbus to network with 30 students. Um, and that's all been made possible because of the donations our alumni make, because of the events we put on uh, that, that we raise money from. The event next week, Idea Pitch, you know, that funding is coming directly from our organization as well. Mm-hmm. So. Definitely, uh, if you're listening and, uh, you know, we're looking for sponsorship, we're looking to make the, the right partnerships within the community and um, any support is always, you know, very, very much grateful. You know, we're grateful for it. And with those looking to support, you know, where would they um, receive some of their funds being allocated towards, like, your goals for the future and some of the initiatives that you guys are working on over the next few years? Sure. So our goal as an organization is to connect, educate, and inspire the next generation of student entrepreneurs at Ohio State. And as we've already touched on, you know, we have some very unique events that go on each year, uh, both member exclusive and community wide events. So um, to touch on, you know, if you become a member this past year, we piloted another program, which was our um, startup city tour. Mm-hmm. So we, we went and we visited NCT Ventures, uh, Hot Chicken Takeover, Safe Chain, Root Insurance and uh, Smart Cities Experience Center. And so, we're, you know, we're really fortunate to be able to do these events. But um, on the limited funding we have, you know, when we're working with community, community members such as SHARE, obviously we have to be contributing our, our fair portion financially, you know, to, to make these uh, events possible. And so if you were interested or someone was interested in um, sponsoring the organization or contributing to our, our events, um, you know, all that funding would be put into these special events for our members. Now that you're reaching your goal of, I mean, you said you're over the 100 members, is that correct? At this yeah, point? so we actually just broke 100 about two weeks ago. Okay, so you surpassed that goal, and that seemed um, kind of, you know, uncapturable a while back. Now, mm-hmm. what does the next goal look like for you guys? Yeah, so as we're onboarding our leadership team uh, for the, the coming year, we're expanding from about 10, uh, 10 people on that team to close to 20. Um, and our goal and something we've struggled with for a number of years now within the organization is diversity. And I think, you know, if you look at the startup ecosystem as a whole, uh, minority representation and female representation within the ecosystem is typically on the the lesser end of things. Um, And something we want to do is really start pushing forward um, and on campus, making sure that we're focusing on whatever we do, you know, we have a diversity aspect to it. We want to be extremely inclusive. um, And as a a result, going forward, uh, we haven't put anything in concrete yet. You know, we've been chatting as a leadership team, but... When we sit down to put this in concrete, we're looking, uh, really looking to grow to about 200 members next year. So double where we're currently at. Um, and of that, we want 50% non-majors, 20% minority and female representation. 
Um, and, and those figures have been pulled from industry stats. You know, we feel that if we can at least match, if not exceed industry, um, we'll, be, we'll be in a good place on campus too. You know, you mentioned earlier, youngest president ever as well, yourself. What are, what are your personal goals for yourself moving forward? I mean, you got a couple of years left in college, you mentioned Abbott internship. So, uh, you know, I'm looking to stay on for the next semester, which is relatively non-traditional. Um, most presidents and leadership teams will take a year and then after that year transition. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of where we took over as a leadership team, uh, there's still work to be done. We're not slowing down. We're continuing our momentum. And as we grow, uh, we need to find the right people to continue to carry that momentum forward. And we're just not quite there yet. Um, so by the end of this coming semester, uh, we'll have identified the next president, co-presidents, or whatever it may be. Um, and I want to work with those individuals uh, second semester of next year, so after, our, after the holiday period, to, to make sure that that transition is very smooth. Um, I think ultimately as a leader, uh, regardless of whether you're leading a student organization, a business, or a group, uh, whatever it might be, your success is truly cemented by your legacy. And it's really, really important that when you move on, you know, you, you leave a good legacy, you provide a foundation for the next leader to take over and continue that momentum. So my first goal in the next, next year or two, or next year rather, is to have a really smooth transition, be there for that next president, um, and see my term through. But beyond that, um, I really want to uh, get some unique experience out of working for Abbott Labs this summer. Um, I'll be doing corporate marketing there, which is not in my wheelhouse, and I think it'll be a good opportunity for me to kind of expand my my skill set a little bit more. And um, as we as we move forward, hopefully take that experience, kind of decide where I want to go, and then potentially, hopefully, uh, work for a startup upon graduation. I've looked into the Venture for America program, which many of our students uh, get involved with. Uh, we're very fortunate for the interaction that they have with the organization, um, and yeah, we'll, we just have to see where things go, but. Um, I'm an avid uh, car enthusiast, so hopefully someday I'll uh, have a nice little car collection. We'll see what happens. Well, there you go, and I think uh, it's a good place to kind of pivot towards. One of our last questions of the show, Jack, it's centered around the theme here on conquering Columbus, and that's live uncomfortably. Mm-hmm. And without telling you too much why we chose that one, what do you think when you hear the phrase, how does it apply to the Business Builders Club? Sure. So I think the students that we attract are students, they're a very diverse group of students, first of all. And so we attract a unique group of people who uh, will come to the organization, get involved, network with each other, and then take a huge risk. You know, naturally as entrepreneurs and students or whoever you may be that are interested in entrepreneurship, you take a risk. You jump off that cliff, not with a plane, but you have the materials and you kind of build that plane on the way down um, or the parachute or whatever it might be. And our organization is definitely centered around um, providing the opportunity to take those risks and maybe do it uncomfortably, but um, nonetheless, get something out of it. And I think when we push ourselves as individuals out of our comfort zones, we truly dig deep, you know, develop that gritty personality and, and push, push forward. We're fortunate for the, uh, the results that we often see. Well, Jack, thanks a lot for coming on to talk about business builders and everything you guys have going on. We really appreciate you taking the time. Thank you very story. much. Yeah, and Conquerors, thanks a lot for tuning in. That was Jack Hutchison. He's the president of the Business Builders Club at Ohio State, soon to be the Business Builders. And uh, if you guys want to learn more about them or how you can help support the club, check it out down in the uh, show notes. The links will all be down there. Thanks a lot for tuning in. We'll talk to you next week. Hey, Conquerors, that's it for the episode today. Hope you guys enjoyed that episode and learned a lot. If you did, make sure to leave a like. Share us on Facebook with your friends. We really appreciate all your support. And every time you share our podcast or leave a review on iTunes, it really does help us out. 
Before we let you go, we want to take one last moment to thank all of our incredible sponsors here at Conquering Columbus. And we're going to start with a new sponsor, Third and Goal. You are invited to pack your bags and join the Third and Goal Foundation for Heroes in the Hangar, a suitcase party, Friday, May 3rd, 2019. There'll be live performance by Swag, an open bar, heavy hors d'oeuvres, and interactive stations, and one lucky couple will leave the night on a private jet for an all-inclusive weekend getaway. First-class tickets are $150, which includes entry and one raffle entry into trip drawing. VIP first-class cabin is $2,000. It includes six first-class tickets, access to the VIP pre-party, and name on the event signage. Proceeds benefit the Third and Goal Foundation, founded by Brady Quinn, a nonprofit that is committed to making a difference in the lives of veterans in need. For more information and to reserve your tickets, visit www.thirdandgoalfoundation.org. That's www.thirdandgoalfoundation.org, which will also be linked in the show notes. And our next sponsor is Small Biz Cares. Small Biz Cares is a nonprofit founded by socially conscious community leaders here in Columbus, and their goal is to connect, mobilize, and inspire small businesses to create lasting positive impact in our community. And Small Biz Cares members have the unique opportunity to join like-minded businesses to raise money for great causes, participate in large-scale volunteer efforts, and improve educational opportunities for youth in our community. To get your small business involved or to learn more, visit smallbizcares.org. That is smallbizcares.org. Conquering Columbus is also brought to you in part by the Sundown Group. The Sundown Group is an Ohio-based nonprofit helping connect entrepreneurs to everything they need, including investors, mentors, capital, and talent through business pitch events, workshops, and classes throughout the state. And you can get more information on the web at sundownrundown.org. And now I'm going to kick it back to Josh to tell you about our last sponsor, FMX. FMX is a cloud-based facilities maintenance and management software founded and headquartered right here in Columbus, Ohio. There's a lot of competitors in this space, but FMX has made a name for itself, become the fastest-growing facilities maintenance and management software on the market on behalf of its extreme ease of use and tailored-fit approach to its clients. They serve industries ranging from education to property management, manufacturing, fast casual, and more. If you want to check out more, you can go to gofmx.com. You could drop me anywhere on the planet in any environment, and I might get you know, my head kicked in in the beginning, but I'll find a way to survive. I'll find a way to get the job done. Yeah, there's a little doubt, but you know what? Once again, I think of that guy in my ear. I think about stepping up to the stage. I think about the challenge. Like, I've lost sometimes, but I've won more than I've lost. And so, like, I bet on me any day. Choosing greatness. Greatness doesn't choose you. You know, you have to choose it. And, yeah, it's hard. I think there was a hunger in me. There was a desire just to make a difference. There was a desire to not just be status quo, a desire to not be average. This is Conquering Columbus.